Hello, PE Squad listeners. Today, the topic is virtual PE classrooms. I know you've seen them out there. They look awesome. They are awesome. Uh, I know that they can be overwhelming when you look at it and you're not sure where to start, but good news is that I've included some step-by-step tutorials that will walk you through how to set up your virtual classroom. Uh, So please listen, stay tuned for the episode, and learn how to make your awesome virtual PE classroom. Hello, PE Squad listeners. Today we're going to learn about the latest frenzy and trend going on with uh, education. And you've probably seen a ton of PE teachers across the country creating their own virtual gyms or their own virtual classrooms. And um, they're awesome. It it can kind of look overwhelming to see all these awesome virtual classrooms and not know where to start or where to begin. Uh, I know I felt the same way seeing these awesome um, classrooms being uh, put out there. And uh, I wanted to put together a tutorial, something on the podcast that would be beneficial to all the listeners and would help you to get started on creating your virtual classroom. So pretty much where you need to start is you need a Google account if you don't already have one. So if you don't have a Google account, you're going to want to uh, first probably download Google Chrome onto your uh, laptop, Mac, or computer. Uh, You're going to want to create a Google account, and after you do that, it will generate a Gmail uh, account, Gmail email for you. Uh, After you have a Google account set up, the next step that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to download the Bitmoji app on your smartphone device. It's very important that if you want um, your avatar, your your Bitmoji person, inside your classroom, you're going to need to to make sure that you get that step done first. So once you download the Bitmoji app on your device, you will have the option to to go through all the settings and create your Bitmoji to make it look like you. And they actually do look a lot like you if you take your time and look at all the features and try to get all the features right. Uh, Bonus tip, if you can get your uh, significant other to... uh, help you out with making sure you get the right facial features. It looks awesome when you're done. Um, after you have your Bitmoji done, you're going to want to go into your, your Mac, your computer, and you're going to want to download the Bitmoji uh, Chrome extension. And it's very important that you download the Bitmoji Chrome extension and follow all the steps, and it will walk you through all the steps to where you'll have that extension added to uh, your um, computer through Google Chrome. Uh, so after all that's set up, you can uh, log into your Google account. You can log into your uh, Bitmoji account on your computer, and they pretty much will simultaneously sync together. And then from there, you can go to uh, your Google account and look for a blank Google slide document. So let me pause for a minute. Let everyone get caught up. <clears throat> And uh, so now what we're going to do is I'm going to go through some awesome steps on how you can create a virtual Bitmoji scene in Google Slides or PowerPoint. And I've created two. Uh, the first one was, was okay, and I kind of saw how awesome others uh, 
were looking. So I wanted to uh, maximize it and put some some things in there. And it's just really awesome and unique what it allows you to do. So I'm going to go through some of the things that I've learned recently. Uh, we'll start with the basics and then we'll add some things to it. So pretty much you're going to get in Google Slides and you'll uh, <clears throat> get a blank document. So you'll need a blank Google Slide or a PowerPoint file. You'll need the remove.bg website. So you bring that up. And pretty much what that is, and we'll get into that later, that will, will um, remove the background from images um, that you want to add. Now, the, the Google Slides, there'll be a part in there, which we'll go over, which will allow you to look up transparent images. But in case it doesn't have the image that you want or you want a very specific image. So, for example, um, one of the images that I used in my latest virtual classroom, I used the my school district's logo uh, from the Internet and I uploaded it to the remove uh, BG website and it was very easy. It downloads instantaneously and it removes it, the uh, background and makes it transparent. So we'll go through uh, both of those steps and you should have the Bitmoji Chrome extension up. <clears throat> All right. So step one, open a blank Google slide or PowerPoint. If you want to create a Google Meet slide or something like that, you can keep the default page dimensions open. If you want to create a Google Classroom header, you want to change the page dimensions to 1,000 by 250 pixels. And you can do this by going to the File tab and then clicking Page Setup in Google Slides. Or you can go to Design and then go to Page Setup in PowerPoint. Uh, just a heads up, if you upload a banner on Google Classroom, you'll get a, an annoying dark overlay on your image. So just keep that in mind when you are, are working on putting this together. Uh, the next thing that I would do, now you can kind of do this as you want. I, I would recommend collecting all the images you want and then kind of uploading them. Or you can just kind of piece it together piece by piece by piece. Um <clears throat> but kind of get an idea of what you want your scene to look like. Uh, I know some people like the posters and stuff like that. There's a lot of different uh, websites out there that let you do posters. One of the popular, popular ones that's out there is called Echo Lit. Uh, I'll, I'll include all the links for these different things in, in the podcast, but Echo Lit is one to where you can go get posters. Um, you can have the, the transparent image of the poster added to your Google images for your Google slides. Um, <clears throat> but personally, in my opinion, I think the, the removing of the background is a whole lot easier. So we'll get into that in just a minute. All right. So once you have your virtual classroom open, you're going to want to create a background. So after you get into your virtual classroom, so let me pull up uh, one that I've already created, and it will give me a better insight on how to uh, walk you through. <clears throat> All right, got my second one pulled up. So pretty much where you want to start once you have your your um, Google slide up is you want to go to 
um, you want to go to slides. So at the top, you'll see file, edit, view, insert, format, slide. You'll see all those things at the top. You want to click on slide. Then you want to go down to click on change background and it'll bring up a square and it'll have background on it. You want to click on choose image. Okay, so you click on choose image. Now, if you have a, a picture of your gym or your classroom that you want to use, just save that to your desktop and upload it. <clears throat> and then you'll be able to drag it or, or uh, upload it to the Google slide. If you don't have an image that you want to use, um, from your gym or classroom, you can get a generic image by going to Google image search. And what I would do is I would put type in wall and background. So type in wall and background. And what it's going to do is it's going to bring you up some images. <clears throat> and there's a lot of different ones. It seems like they add more and more to it every day. Uh, you can do that to get some wall and background images. If you wanted to type in gymnasium, there's some generic gymnasium ones out there that you can do in case you're like me and you don't have a, a gym at your school. Um, there's some black and white ones. There's some really cool looking ones. Maybe you uh, are a football coach and you want to use one of the football fields that you see. There's there's all kinds of awesome directions that you can take this. So you want to pick your, your background. <clears throat> and after you pick it, it will load to your classroom. And then from there, uh, there's a lot of different directions you can go. But for the sake of this tutorial, let's say that you want to go ahead and upload your Bitmoji. So in the top right corner, you should see a green square. If you hover over it, it will say Bitmoji. And after you do the uh, adding of the Bitmoji uh, extension in Google Chrome, it should show up. So if it's not showing up, you might want to try to re-download the Bitmoji extension. So if it's there, you click on it. <clears throat> you can search Bitmoji. You can go to what's popular. Um, you can find full-size ones. You can find uh, different different things if you wanted to do something fitness or exercise related there's uh very generic ones of the uh bitmoji doing uh weightlifting and uh, one in boxing gloves so there's all kinds of different directions you go so pretty much after you find the bitmoji that you want you're going to drag it over to your virtual classroom and put it wherever you want uh, wherever you put it doesn't mean it will stay there you can maneuver it around however you want now we're going to go through about adding images. So there's two, two ways that I did mine, and I will show you both. So back at the top where it says File, Edit, View, and Insert, you're going to want to go to Insert. At the top of it, it will say Image, and the little arrow will come over. And I would recommend searching the web unless you have a specific image that you want to upload from your computer, then you click the Upload from Computer. But if not, if you want to search the web, click that. <clears throat> it will bring up Google Images Search. At the top, you're going to search for the images. I would recommend that whatever you search for, you put the word transparent in. So it will uh, bring up a list of transparent images. So, for example, if I wanted to add a basketball, I would type in basketball transparent. 
and it will bring up a bunch of different ones. So I find the one I want. They have real-looking basketballs. They have animated ones. You pick the one you want, drag it over. When you drag it over, it will show up uh, as an enormous image. So you'll have to shrink it down to the size that you want and put it in the location that you want. <clears throat> and you can do that for anything. So, you know, just giving you an example uh, of mine, uh, I did a PE classroom. Since I don't have a gym, I did a classroom and I, I used uh, different sports balls and put them in there. And what I did to enhance it and make it look better is I put a shelf in there. So another thing you could do, if you wanted a shelf in your classroom, for example, you just type in shelf transparent, find the shelf you want, add it, maneuver it, and then you can actually add stuff to the, to the shelf. Um, so you can add as many images as you want, um, and you can enhance it any way you want. And one of the coolest things that I found is the, the ability to add a wall mounted TV and to put a, an actual YouTube video in it. So I want to, before I move any further with the images, I want to show you, show you that part. Cause I've seen a lot of people who have done this. They've done, uh, I've seen the wall-mounted TV. I've seen the wall-mounted whiteboards. I've seen the, the trifold stands. And all these are ways where you can add those to your virtual classroom and then upload a YouTube video. So, for example, mine, I have a wall-mounted TV, and I have one of my own YouTube videos from my YouTube channel. And pretty much what you're going to want to do is, again, you go to insert, you go to image, search the web, and type wall-mounted TV transparent and it should be well there'll be a lot that show up but you look for the the black TV uh, it doesn't have a base on it so you put it on your image and you can maneuver it however you want now sometimes uh, based on the the way you're formatting yours the images might not be facing the direction that you want so what you're going to want to do so if the TV for example is facing the opposite direction that you want, you are going to go to, uh, so click on the image first, <clears throat> then you're going to go to arrange at the top, and you're going to click on or hover over rotate, and it will bring you options of how you can rotate it uh, 90 degrees clockwise, counterclockwise, flip it horizontally or vertically. So there's always an option to change the direction of your images using that. It's very easy to do that part. So let's just say that you're on that step with me. You have your TV facing the direction you want. It's up on the wall, and you want to add a YouTube video. So now you're going to go to Insert, and you're going to click on Video. <clears throat> and it's going to bring up the YouTube link. You're going to have an option where you can search. So if you know the exact title of your video, you can do that. Um, sometimes the, the way the search filters are, it's hard to find it. Uh, if you have it saved to Google Drive, you can do that. But the easiest thing to do <clears throat> is to copy the URL for that video. So you want to go into YouTube, to your YouTube channel, find the YouTube video that you want, and copy the URL. And you're going to come back. You're going to click on Buy URL at the top, paste that URL into that uh, link. It will bring up the video, and then you click Select. After that, it will upload it to your Google Classroom, and all you got to do is click on the YouTube video and drag it to the TV, and voila, you have a, uh, 
you have a video that will play on your TV. Very cool. Uh, next, you can you can do all kinds of things with this. So before I get into the like the generic searching of images and how you can remove the background, um, a lot of you might have your own resources that you want to include in your virtual classroom. So for example, uh, my PE class uh, or program per se has a Facebook page. We have a Weebly website. Uh, my school has a Twitter account. They have their own website. Uh, I have a podcast and uh, everyone's school district that you work for, they have their own website. So there are options to where you can include an image for these and embed a link that will directly take you to those. So for example, if I wanted to have my Facebook page included in the virtual classroom, I just go to um, <clears throat> insert, I search for an image. I put Facebook transparent logo, it brings up some options of the ones I want, drag it over here. And <clears throat> I can go ahead at this point in time and add a link to it, or I can get everything that I want added and then uh, add the link. Now, I will tell you from doing these twice, it is very beneficial to add the link to the image once you have it on your virtual classroom. If you put everything together, the images will eventually start to overlap, which is not a problem. It won't change the way that the image looks or the classroom looks as its final product. But when you go back to want to add a link, if the, the images are overlapping, it can make it really challenging to get to some of them. So I'm going to go ahead at this point in time and show you how to embed a link. So I'm looking at mine right now, and I know you can't see it, but if you can imagine the a virtual classroom, and let's say you have the Facebook logo, and you want to add the link to your school's Facebook page. So you click on the the image of so the Facebook page, you go to insert, and then towards the bottom, you're going to see the link. So you're going to click on link, and you're going to copy and paste the URL to that box, and you're going to hit apply. And you can do that for every single image uh, that you add to your um, virtual classroom. So for example, my podcast did the same thing. Podcast image, click on it, go to insert, and embed the link to the podcast. <clears throat> so that kind of shows how you can add the, the links to any image. Uh, pretty much every image I, I add in mine, uh, there's a link embedded to it that will take you to the, to the respective link, to the respective place. Now let's go to the, uh, the steps on how you can upload generic images from the web and remove the background okay we all there's a lot of really cool images out there and you might want to add them to your virtual classroom and you try to add it and you got that annoying white background and it just takes away from the um, the visual uh, of your classroom so the way that you're going to want to get rid of that is you're going to go to that website I was telling you about which is remove.bg um, and I'll provide the link for that in the podcast after it's uploaded. But you click on uh, that website. <clears throat> and once you're there, to the right of the, the main page, it'll say upload image or drop a file. So, for example, let's say you saved the image for your, 
your dog or you saved an image for your school's um, school district's uh, logo. So you save it to your desktop. You click upload image on the remove BG website. And from there, you upload it. And once you upload it, it will automatically start to uh, compress it and generate a new image. Once the new image is generated, you have a couple options. You can uh, copy the image and then go back to your virtual classroom and paste it in there. Or you can save it to your desktop and then go back and add it to your virtual classroom from there. Uh, it's really easy, uh, easier, in my opinion, just to copy the image and then paste it in there. But uh, maybe you want to save all these images to your desktop so that maybe you, after you're done, you can create a, a folder so that you can reuse these maybe in the future for another classroom that you make. That's a good idea. I might have to do that next time. Um, so you can really do that for any image on the Internet. I mean, I just looking at mine, I did that for... <clears throat> Uh, very specific things like my school's uh, mascot, the school district's logo, uh, a gymnastics mat, yoga mats, uh, clocks, all kinds of different things, running shoes. Uh, so pretty much from there, you're going to go into your virtual classroom, add all the images that you want. Uh, like I said before, make sure that you uh, are proactive with your time and embed the link. And then you're going to Pretty much put it together how you envision your classroom to look. Uh, from there, after you are completely done with everything, so you have all the images on there that you want, you have the links on there that you want, and it's formatted the way that you want. And if you're happy with it, what you're going to want to do is go up to the top right corner where it has a yellow button. It says share. So you want to click on share. And it's going to have uh, a couple of options. You can share it with people in groups, and it will have uh, your Gmail account underneath of it, and it will have an option to get a link. Now, uh, the generic one that will show up, it will say anyone on the Internet can view this link, or you can change it to where it's real uh, specific, where only certain people can see it. But anyway, so once you figure out what you want to do, you want to copy the link, and then you want to exit out of it. Um, and if you want to share it with uh, your social media platforms on Facebook and, and Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, then you just go to the respective website. You're going to copy and paste it, and it will upload. And pretty much from there, uh, people can see your awesome work. Now, uh, another easy thing that I, I, I saw, uh, so once you bring it up, uh, either on your end or you post it on Facebook and you open it up or someone else opens it up, it's going to look exactly like uh, the editing part to where you you can pretty much move it around. So people will be able to go in and maneuver things around uh, on your Google Slides, but it does not save to your actual Google uh, Classroom. You're the only one that can make changes to it that will save. But if you want to see it, <clears throat> from pretty much a live standpoint, in Google Slides next to the share button, you have present. So if you want to see it uh, in a different light, click on present, brings it up kind of like a PowerPoint slide. And then from there, it, it looks a little bit cooler, looks a little bit more interactive, a little bit more virtual. And from there, you can just click on whatever you want. So I have my 
my video and my TV, so I can click on that. And that noise you hear is one of the videos from my uh, YouTube channel. Uh, if I wanted to click on my my website, I go to the Weebly image I added, I click on it, and it will automatically take me to it. So pretty much that is a tutorial from, from me uh, showing you how to create these virtual classrooms. Uh, I know some of us are uh, auditory learners, and this is very beneficial to have something like this to explain the step-by-steps. Um, and some of you might be uh, visual learners where you actually need to see it. So I will um, include a link to a very helpful YouTube video that will show you how to, uh, to do virtually everything that I've explained. Um, and maybe you need a, a combination of both. And uh, this is something that has a lot of little nuances in it. And there are things that I'm still learning. But to, to get it up and going and to have an interactive classroom, this is pretty much a starting point that will uh, allow you to do so. Also, one, one final thing that you might uh, need for your Google Virtual Classroom, something that I just recently learned that was very helpful, uh, sometimes you might want to layer your classroom and you might want to add more depth to it. Uh, for example, you might want something that shows up behind another image. And there's actually a very easy way that you can do that. So what you're going to need to do in order to layer an, Im an image below another image is you're going to want to right click and select order and then send to back on Google Slides. Or you can right click and send it back on PowerPoint. Um, so pretty much what that's going to look like, let me bring up my virtual classroom again. I kind of exited out of it. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone uh, understands this part. It's very, very helpful. Okay, almost there. All right, so pretty much if you have an image that you want to show up behind another one, and I'll give you a perfect example of my, my latest uh, uh, virtual PE room. I have a, a trash can that I used as a bin, and I wanted some sporting equipment to be behind it to look like it was inside the bin. So pretty much what I did is I uh, clicked on one of the images, which was a baseball bat, and once I clicked on the image, I was able to click on or right click it, I mean, so I right click the image and I was able to go to order, which is kind of in the middle. And then from there, the arrow has options. You can bring it to the front, bring it forward, send backward or send to the back. So if I wanted it to be um, behind the container, I would send it to the back. Uh, maybe your Bitmoji person, for example, is showing up behind something and you want to bring it to the front. So you just click on your Bitmoji character and go to order and bring it to the front. And another helpful thing to do when layering, like if you uh, want to have stuff um, on your wall and you want it to look like it's pressed up against the wall and behind things like shelves, you're just going to do the same thing. You're going to click on those things. You're going to uh, go to order and you're going to bring it to the front or bring it to the back and then you can just kind of mess around with it but it's very easy to, to layer things in your uh, virtual classroom that pretty much does it uh, again I hope you learned a lot hope that uh, you're able to 
uh, use all these valuable resources and please share uh, how the the PE Squad podcast helped you with your virtual classroom. And we'd love to see the results of your hard work. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in for the episode. I hope you learned a lot about making your PE virtual classroom. Until next time, stay safe and be on the lookout for the squad. Thank you.